Welcome to the Ministry of Geek. I'm Richard F. And I'm Richard S. Which episode? What episode are we at, Richard? It's a five and a two. No, what? Fifty-two. No, it's not. It's you said fi- fifty-two. No, it's fifty. Five zero. Why did you say fifty-two? Oh, I got that completely wrong in the... I uh, thought it was fifty-two like, you know, twenty-six weeks in a year, fifty-two, fifty-two. special two years. Two years. Oh, it's no, fifty. It's fifty. I oh. must have messed that up in the in the um, warm-up to the show. yeah. yeah. But actually, we just realised we've been podcasting for just over two years. Yeah. We didn't even, like, recognise the two-year anniversary, Richard. No. Did you get me a gift? What would it be? What's the two-year anniversary? Uh, I have no idea. Silicon? <laughs> should be. <laughs> should be, like, yeah. there should be a special set for geeks, you know? Yeah, that's uh, right. One's silicon, yeah. one's, you know... Arsenic, gallium. Liquid, liquid metal. Little liquid metal. Yeah. yeah. Hey, well, this is our final podcast for the year. That's right. For 2012. We just missed the 12-12-12. We did. Uh, we're close though. We're close. We're thirteen, twelve, yeah. twelve. Yeah, we're plus one. Plus one. Plus one on the twelve, twelve, twelve. <laughs> we don't really care. We're not going for those special numbers, Richard. We, hey, we, could, it, we could release it and say it was on the twelve, 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 and nobody would know. Correct. Except yeah. we would know. And we integrity is an important part of this podcast, Richard. <laughs> it's been an important part of our journalistic independence since the very beginning, which is why we've staunchly resisted any sponsorship or aligning ourselves with big. Ca- Fighting them Big off, companies. We are fighting we're, them we're off. We're fighting them off. We're keeping them at arm's length, Richard. Yeah. Because then we can say whatever we want about whomever we want without fear of offending our sponsors. Exactly. That's right. So, hey, um, in 2012, episode 50, not a prime. No. Even number. Kind of not really much more. 50 is a pretty boring number, yeah, really. Yeah, that's really. Multiple of 10, multiple of 5. <laughs> so yeah, that's it. So what have you been geeking I'm, out on? I'm tapped. I'm tapped yeah, out. On other it. than your numbers, um, not a lot. Just the end of the year, really. Geeking out on the end of the end year. End of the year. Just can't wait to finish up on the end of the year, and you know, get this podcast out, get this under our belt, so to speak. Right. And uh, just you know, move on to 2013. 2013 sounds like a prime number if you ask me. <laughs> it does. It does. Um, and you know, not have the what Mayan calendar. Hanging kind over of us. Apocalypse. Yeah, I've been worrying about it all year. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I am looking forward to some pretty neat movies coming out next year of the sci-fi, slightly sci-fi, possibly sci-fantasy uh, variety, which is... Sci-fan. Yeah, I've actually been... Star Wars is science... It's not really science fiction, is it? Really. It's fantasy. But it's just I, I, I think space the, the fantasy. the early ones were science fiction. Well, and yeah, but... they progressed more to sort of... When they went through so? the Muppet phase... The I mean, largely the, the you know Return of the Jedi where there's lots of Muppets and oh, right. Puppets and stuff. Um, yeah. yeah, that was a bit sort of fancy. Yeah, do you think so? But even like from the very first one when you've got the Force, which is about mysticism, and that's really pretty much Lord of the Rings in space kind of thing. But, but we've, yeah. I, from modern from from current times, we know that science and religion can coexist. They, they can. That doesn't, not, that doesn't mean that it's not science fiction. No, no. But when when large parts of the the premise of the story and narrative and the characters are based on kind of this mystical force. And I'm, not, I'm all cool with the force. I like the force. Yeah, but like there's spaceships, there's lasers. There is, but when they talk about parsecs, there's been like, um, parsecs is, is talked about by Han Solo as, um, you know, when he talks about doing the Kessel Run and there's like less than 12 parsecs or whatever. I always get that number wrong. Um, but he talks Me about too. it, you know. Yeah, I get that wrong all the <laughs> I time. I get that number wrong. we got to look that one up. But he talks about parsecs as if it's um, time. Where right. It's a distance thing. You know that's fantasy. He's gonna. He's like Bixen. No, that's just a that's just a crappy script. What George Lucas wrote the script. So <laughs> Goes without saying. We should probably be lucky. He's only doing like this creative consultant thing for those. Yeah. Films. Yeah. But anyway, there's this film coming out called Pacific Rim, Richard, which is about these 
monsters that come from a different dimension, and man creates these mega mecha robots, which little men, well, I mean, like, normal-sized men, uh, are inside of, and they control them, and they fight against the monsters. That's science like fiction. A, like a sequel to Battleships? No, well, no, I think this is much higher quality. Okay. This, is, this, this is plausible. Ah. I think it's plausible. It sounds like I, Battle Mech. Battle, Battle Mech, yeah, it's kind of like those mech, well, yeah. it's like those mech games that mech we used to warrior. play. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of like that. Which actually made me think, would you, would you, could you, would you build big, massive robots that are shaped like, you know, man, human beings, bipedal um, humans, Yeah. that you put little dudes inside of, well, I don't even know if they put them inside of them or if they're like Avatar and they remote control them like drones. Right. I, I actually don't know. I'll have to watch the trailer a little bit more carefully. Well, this film's called Pacific Rim, by the way. Right. Uh, but would it's you do that? It's pretty dull, though. Would you do that? Yeah, I know, but what do you mean? The film would be dull or it would be dull? Because they, drones today are controlled remotely well, by some dudes yeah, that's... Who, who, you know, they just go to it like it's a day job and they finish yeah, no, out. Can you bed. imagine, can you imagine, uh, you know, uh, go back through time, Tom Cruise... Tom Top Gun. Top Gun, yes. With Predator drones. Yeah, that is, just, that is like, boring. Him and Goose are sitting next to each other <laughs> in some like room <laughs> in... Talk you know... to me, Goose, on the intercom. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, and next like, to me, yeah. One Predator drone comes <laughs> up upside down on inverse, top of the other. Inverse G. And the little yeah, yeah. cameras are pointing at each other going, holy shit. And everyone's going, that, nah, that, nah, there's, nah, there's, there's no, that, nah. Yeah. There's not about the human condition yeah. then, is it? Yeah, there's well, no real confidence. There's no... There's no one who's actually potentially going to lose their lives in a drone-to-drone inverted flight right. kind of thing. And you it's know, just not good... Russian not, drone not versus American drone. Yeah. yeah. Do drones don't really fight against drones much, do they? I don't think so. Do they just shoot at each I mean, they shoot at people. Do you think there's some honour amongst drones? Is that where it's coming from? <laughs> Possibly. You know, you don't shoot... Drones do not shoot drones. Yeah. You know, that's like, like kind of... Maybe this. they just can't. What? Maybe the best they can do is just crash into each other. Yeah, I think they can. And the only reason why I think they can is because I saw on Mission Impossible 2, or was it 3? Mission Impossible 3, they had a drone that was shooting at Tom Cruise, talking about Tom Cruise films. Yeah. And presumably Mission Impossible 3 is based on reality. Right. Because it's not science it's fantasy. Are, it's yeah. not fantasy, Richard. It's yeah, more true. like sci-fi, but without the sci bit. Yeah. Or even maybe just <laughs> drama. Yeah. Action. Yeah. Thriller, spy thing. Yeah. Um, and they had drones flying around shooting at people. Now I figure, well, then they could shoot at other drones yeah yeah i don't know i don't know i mean we haven't had if we could get some drone pilots to maybe who listen to our podcast to yeah. email us uh that that would be good i've never looked at, at that I, the thing is you know i mean coming back to the question would we would i make one well a drone, or a, about, a drone robot really, mecca yeah yeah, yeah, we, yeah we don't really make stuff here in new zealand so i well, guess we, we drop some plans and get and made in china Shenzhen, and get, yeah, yeah, or, yeah, wherever. And, and no, my like it just wouldn't be well, big well, enough for, being for made a European America. frame. Yeah, yeah, European frame. Uh, outsource it to whoever does that Eurofighter thing. Yeah. Okay. Hey, speaking of which, I I, bought, I was just out shopping and I bought, and this is not a geek thing at all, but I bought yeah. a plastic storage container purely because it was made in England. Uh, that's Imagine like that, plastic crazy made in England. England. I mean, is there something special about the plastic? Uh, no, it's English. 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 Yeah. yeah, I mean, obviously Saudi Arabia. Oh, it could be North Sea oil. Could be. Wow. We won't get into the whole oil and energy and the no, sun thing. No, that's not good. Because yeah. honestly, time. we're not very accurate. <laughs> Journalistic integrity, once yeah. again. Yeah. Well, yeah, it doesn't mean accuracy. You're yeah. getting the facts right. So, like those, there's something about some Max, Apple Max being made in America, America. soon. Yeah, yeah. So, British Petroleum Plastics. Yeah. That's very cool. We're, what else is going to be crazy? We're going to have, like, um, 
I don't know, glass made in New Zealand or yeah, metal maybe. Ma- aluminium. Aluminium made in New Zealand. Aluminium they, they do that. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, I think I want to get back to the mech thing. Yeah, I guess. So. Okay, because that, that actually is quite exciting to me. Yeah. So we're not talking transformers, but we're talking transformer scale kind of robots. Yeah. But they're not robot alien intelligence. It's right. These are um, big mecha, and I and I from the shorts, I think there looks like there's multiple people inside them, or maybe not. This thing, I'm gonna have to watch those again. But would you? Would you build? Would would humanity build big mecha to fight off monsters? I mean, would you? Why no. would you not build just a massive like a really, drone? That's that like just a really a, inefficient. It, way. it does. Yeah. I mean, nano machines. Yeah, scaling down's cool. Like you yeah. build little nano. But if you built a little nano machine, you wouldn't build it in the shape of a humanoid, would you? No. No. So why would you build a massive scale mecha with arms and legs? Which maybe I've why? got it. I've got it. Yeah. The aliens landed. Mm. They threatened to kill us all. They don't land. These no, ones no. are coming through a rifts from no. the ocean, Richard. Hear me. Hear me out. <laughs> okay. They threatened to kill us all. Yes. We challenged them to fisticuffs at dawn. Got they it. agreed. Yeah. Only way of surviving, because otherwise they just blow us all up. And yeah. so it's come down to that. Okay. Well, we need to do the big fisticuffs, the big fisticuffs. you see. So we've, uh, yeah. we need to build big robots. Well, I think that's, that is kind of the case. Because you, if you watch a trailer for this, which must be on IMDb or you know somewhere on, on, on Google. On the interweb. On the interweb, YouTube's. Um, you know, the big monsters are quite a big Godzilla size, right? You know, you know, so big, big, big dudes, aliens. Yeah, probably not good at communicating. Don't talk English, and they're just they got multiple arms and appendages. Yeah, and they're fighting against these big mecha, of which some of them actually do have multiple arms, but they've got two legs. But would you? What, I mean, what, what does that even make sense? <laughs> Why would, film sounds and, stupid. But it does. But <laughs> really it looks great. I can't wait. Okay. Uh, and the thing is, that these big mecha are standing in the ocean. Yeah. Actually, I don't know why they're standing why in the they ocean. Fight on land? I don't know why they don't fight. Well, they must go. Maybe on they land. get hot. They do go on the <laughs> land. Maybe they just like to. But even if you're a big mess of mecha, uh, if you're standing in water, it has to be pretty <laughs> shallow water <laughs> to stand right. out. That yeah. doesn't make sense. You don't want to accidentally trip over the Mariana no. Trench. You know, no, you wouldn't. You yeah, right. yeah. yeah. So actually, battleships makes a lot more sense. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> battleships is frankly okay, so more Okay, this film sounds seriously dumb. Any other films that you're looking for? Oh, Star Trek, the next Star Trek film. Wow, really? the new Star Trek. I don't know what it's, it's like called. Apple's Into iPod. Darkness, I think it's called. Into right. Darkness. Mm. And I was reading this blog, uh, which was saying, that, well, there's a shot from the trailer. Oh, another film I'm really interested in is the new Superman film, Man of Steel. Now, that looks really cool. <laughs> it really good. Anyway, the Star, Wars, Star Trek thing. Yeah. Um, the reason why I brought this whole sci-fi versus sci-fantasy thing. So I was reading this blog post which talked about a scene from the next Star Trek film based on the trailer where it looks like the Starship Enterprise is diving into the ocean. Right. I've seen this scene and I thought, oh, it's crashing. But apparently, yes. and I don't know how people know, I really don't know how people know because no, <laughs> no one knows anything about this film, yeah. but people are saying that it's actually the Starship Enterprise intentionally going into the ocean to hide. Right. And it's on an alien planet. I don't know how you can tell that. You can't tell this from the trailer. Anyway... So the whole discussion goes on this blog is about, well, actually, is that scientifically plausible? Because if you build a spaceship, you build it for zero or at most probably one atmosphere of external pressure. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, but you put something underwater, you get many atmospheres of pressure. You don't have to go very deep. And therefore, you would easily crush it. But of course, in Star Trek, they have all these things like structural integrity fields where there's some kind of force. Yeah. (laughs) Keeps the um, ship from you know, crushing and getting smacked when it accelerates really fast and it's got initial dampening 
um, force fields which stop people from getting splattered and the things collapsing on each other. So they've explained it away through kind of mystical science. Yeah. And, and basically the whole thing is like, well, actually, yeah, maybe Star Trek's getting a bit science fantasy or just fantasy like like Star Wars, which is kind of a bit of a shame because it's really got a strong foundation in sci-fi. So you're okay with... <laughs> <laughs> You're okay with teleporting living beings? Well, yeah. yeah. That's cool. That's science oh, fiction. Well, You're saying that no, we're not having really. some sort of field <laughs> that prevents a ship from collapsing, collapsing and going underwater. Yeah. yeah. Maybe it's it doesn't get in very deep. No, but um, apparently maybe it's just the same sort of distance that you know an underwater camera works. You know, one point five meters. Apparently, you don't have to go very far underwater to have. A few atmospheres, or if not, lots of atmospheres of pressure. Oh, I don't know. I don't know much about going on. Well, you can feel it just when you dive on, down to the bottom of a pool. You feel the extra yeah, pressure. Don't, in you. Not really. Yeah. I mean, I don't feel like it's crushing me or anything. Oh. I mean, it's not like I. You're not doing it right. I mean, how deep are these pools? <laughs> yeah, I've, I've been to. Just speaking of which, uh, on one of the one, day, you know, on one of the one day deal sites called One Day, they had one yeah. of those, uh, one of those little uh, scuba thing, scuba motory things with. with uh, Scooby motory Scoo- <laughs> is that one those Sea-Doo? like a like a oh, Scooby Doo um, yeah no, the it's C- not a sort one yeah yeah, the, yeah yeah the one where you hold it out in front it's got a propeller and it pulls you along right yeah and, you know, and it, it's, if you want to dive just point it downwards and it will drag you down <laughs> does it really and say I'm like, that oh yeah yeah well that's what you do if you're a diver that's what you do with them. oh I thought you said if you want to die no not die die <laughs> it's like, why would you think but then we want to say yeah. great for the kids thinking, oh yeah no no it's the dumbest <laughs> holding on as long as they go, go oh, oh, I can't breathe anymore that's yeah. no good oh, that would scare yeah. the living crap out of most kids yeah. if they did that they'd drown that'd be cool though I must bought one I don't know what are they expensive uh, no not really 160 you know that um, we talked about this I don't know probably episode 20 yep. I've got no idea yeah remember well. <laughs> you know the, the, you know, the jet pack the water jet pack yeah they've been oh, using that, that. they've been they? using that I what? saw that um I'm sure I saw that in New Zealand at some kind of festival thing. I saw it on a television screen and I saw it in the background of these television presenters. But this dude, maybe it was in Sydney. I honestly can't remember. It doesn't really, it's not important. But people are using those crazy things. Really? They are using those crazy things. Maybe for displays. For stunts. Yeah, for stunts. It does look impressive. It's every boy's fantasy. I mean, whenever you're out there and you like had the hose on, you had a full mains pressure, you're like, that would be cool what you can do with that. I'm going to do that with my water blaster. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I don't think it's going to work. What I want to do with my water blaster is put my son William on a scooter or a skateboard yeah. and put a shield on his back yeah. and then use the water blaster against the shield to yeah. propel him. That would be safe, right? Uh, yeah, it should yeah. be. That should work, wouldn't it? Yeah. I think he'd really like it. He, no, I mean, he'd, sort of said, yeah, he'd be silly enough YouTube, to try it. Yeah. yeah, to do that. Somebody's got a video. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, Star, Star Trek, looking forward to that. Yeah. Uh, I'm prepared to just ignore the underwater thing. Because if you remember in the first Star Trek film, they built the Starship Enterprise on the ground, which is pretty stupid, really, when you think about it. Why would you build a spaceship on the ground? But the space Starship Enterprise doesn't land, which is why they have the teleportation, which you know does the matter um, transport. So they landed it on a couple of films, and like, it, no, the didn't. whole cloaking thing nonsense. They land it? never landed it. Crashed. <laughs> it's like a control, <laughs> uncontrolled landing. Well, I, think, I guess I guess if you build it on land, you, you yeah, kind of know heavy, it's though. you know it's kind of strong enough to for, for yeah, but it's, one it's, atmosphere. The thing about it, once it's up in space, it doesn't matter how heavy it is, does it? So you can build it the same strength as the USS Enterprise. 
Rear. Oh, no, I got confused. I meant the aircraft carrier in that particular instance. So I <laughs> you think of the aircraft carrier? <laughs> I should have gone you Mrs. Reagan, which is all yeah, I was yeah, going to yeah. go. Um, yeah, you okay. can build it the same strong as a you know as a aircraft carrier because all you got to do is get in space. Which is obviously I'm not I'm not dismissing that. Yeah, but getting in the space is like quite hard because it's heavy. Well, no, not if you've got a warp drive. You c- oh God, Richard! <laughs> See, this is where you don't you never it's against Federation and Starfleet kind of protocol to activate your oh, protocol schmodocol. <laughs> I've read, They've got to get into you're space. not allowed to use your warp engine in yeah. an atmosphere. Why? Um, well, because it does bad things. Uh, didn't you see the episode well, of Battlestar they, Galactica well, they where they did a jump, a faster than light jump, and they materialised in an atmosphere? Now, I know a completely different um, franchise story and probably slightly different technology, Yeah, but similar idea. You don't do those kinds of big jump things right. into an atmosphere or from an atmosphere. Right. And I read a book when I was younger, which was one of these Star Trek fan fiction-y books, yeah. or you know, franchise fiction books, where Kirk basically did that in a planet's atmosphere, and he, I think he killed a lot of the planet. And he got told off by stuff. Oh, he probably deserved to be told Yeah, well, I know. So you don't do so it. So how do they get it into space? Well, exactly. Yeah, how are you going to get a space elevator that Google's wanting to build? Oh. But what, it just doesn't seem right. That's why I was thinking that was actually a bit silly in that first film where, you know, Kirk's, you see him on his motorcycle and you see the Starship Enterprise basically built, being built um, on Earth. And it's like, how the hell did they get that up into space? I mean, that's a massive thing. You'd have to build another Maybe, massive well, rocket. In all fairness, though, put it you, up there. you actually considered how hard it would be to build a spaceship? Well, in space. they built an no. international space station yeah, in space, them Richard. Twenty years. Well, yeah, but in the twenty third century, they'll be even more efficient. So, if they can build an international space station in space, they take stuff up in um, rockets, right? Take yeah. up the materials and components. They prefab it and then they lock it together like a Lego kit or Meccano up in space. That's how they should build. Enterprise, no, and, and, and it's space stock. Like you know, when you build an aircraft carrier, you, where do they build those? Yeah, they build, do they, yeah, which is on is that on land? Yeah, but then they flood it, right? Or they yeah, yeah. they push it into the ocean. Maybe they could have like a no. I was going to say like <laughs> the equivalent of a dry dock for space, where you kind of yeah, well, you it suck a, the you atmosphere. Suck the atmosphere out. Out. Yeah, yeah. Sure that's very no, no. Though. So you yeah. space dock is in space. It's a dry dock in space. I've seen. Oh, okay. I've seen that. Oh, right. It's, and you build one of those. Well, you build it in space, like you would build this international space station. Right. Yeah. Ah, so you kind of—it's the bootstrap. It is the bootstrap. Yeah. It's like the bootloader for the Enterprise or any right. other stuff like um, things. Does welding work in space? What work? Do you weld? Are they welded? Yeah, they weld. They, they do. They weld. You see them welding. Hey. It's using probably that um, I guess friction stir welding. Oh, okay. That they use. Right. Um, which is what they use in those new Macs, apparently. You know, it probably isn't, but they, you know, Apple advertises that we're using this new invention called friction stir welding to bond the very thin bits of aluminium, blah, blah, blah. It's blah, just blah, some blah. marketing blah, crap to make yeah. you think it's really cool. And it's probably just glue. <laughs> just like PVA glue and lots of it. Or more, more importantly, it's kind of like what we always did. But, yeah, exactly. You know, but they're nobody marketing. cared, but now people care. Now so people yeah, care. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to big mechas, which really don't make sense. But I would like to, if you were going to build a big kind of thing, well, actually, if you were going to build a big mecha, it would not make sense to put yourself inside it, would it? Because then you've got to deal with all the inertia, the, um, you couldn't do, just like drones, you couldn't do kind of the high G movements. If you fell over, you'd pretty much be hurt and so you'd be rattling inside this thing unless you were bolted in and strapped in, in which case you'd still probably end up hurting your body and you'd have um, 
you know, impact injuries on your brain mm. and stuff. So it does not make sense to put yourself inside a mecha. No. So all those games that we've played where you basically get inside a mecha and control it really don't make sense. You should be doing it remotely like Avatar. Yeah, but I mean, remote stuff can always be compromised though. Well, you mean, well, you're just using encryption, Richard. <laughs> <laughs> It's my uh, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not, yeah, maybe. So, in films, it's always, it's good fun. It looks yeah, cool. Yeah. You jump inside a mecha, you're like a pilot, like Top Gun. But yeah. frankly, it doesn't make sense, yeah. sense at all. Which is so, probably why they're moving away from aircraft with pilots in it. It really doesn't make sense on a large scale. Yeah. Actually, on a small scale, it doesn't make sense. Those, you think they're going to do that commercially? What, just fly aeroplanes? Yeah, and, yeah, in New Zealand, just fly yeah, how would you feel about that? I'd be weird, eh? Yeah, I don't think I could do it. Yeah. I would be kind of okay with a bus. Right. You know, but, you know, like a, one of those driverless Because you figure that vehicles. in worst case it'll go into default mode of just stopping yeah, and get Yeah, pretty off. much. Yeah. yeah, and the number of times they reboot the Newlands bus that I'm on. Because the car... <laughs> been, since the first time I've noticed it's been about three or four times now, the bus driver's gone, uh, yeah, everyone, look, we're just going to have to, you know, turn off the bus and everything because we need to restart the card reader. Right. And... Basically reboots yeah. the bus and that, that fixes it every time. It's, it's ridiculous. It yeah. fixes it every time. Wow. Uh, no, I don't think I'd be happy about an airplane. No. No, there's a certain disquiet, isn't there, really? Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, if it, if it were cheaper? You know, like a tenth of the so price. you think Jetstar might try it first? Is that what yeah, well, yeah. Would, you, would you do it? I don't know if it... There's something about humans. That, but don't grab, they, grab, a, grab a pilotless seat. Yeah. Sort of. Don't they reckon that those planes pretty much fly themselves anyway? And they land yeah. instrumentless, uh, with, you know, without... Yeah. Which, I, that, that kind of freaks me out. But I'm, I'm good with that. I don't really like to think about those sorts of things. I remember my father uh, once said to me, I said, oh, well, I was landing into um, Toronto. I said, oh, I had a horrible landing. It was really freaky. We sped up and slowed down. We oh, sped up and slowed human. down. We sped up... <laughs> yeah. yeah, he said, this oh, it must have been the pilot. The pilot must have done it manually. <laughs> But do you reckon, um, you know, when they land into Wellington, which is a pretty... It's like one of the more difficult airports, apparently, to yeah. land in the world, I think, alongside Hong Kong. Yeah. Uh, that, that's done pilotless most of the time? I don't know. I mean... I don't think so. It's pretty bumpy landings a lot of the time. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know. Do you think they'd tell us? Like, if I asked, you know, you actually ask the air steward or stewardess... Will the pilot be landing? Yeah, will the, will the pilot be landing today? I just, or, just want to know. Uh, or will the computer be doing it? Yeah, yeah. Or will uh, you be doing it? <laughs> we'll be asking the computer whether it's going to allow the pilots to land. Today. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then, okay, uh, Man of Steel, next Superman film. I, I don't even want to talk about that. I really but, don't. Uh, that's, not, that's not geek. That's just... It is, that's it's, just it's, it's nerd. That's dork. It's dork nerd. nerd. Yeah. yeah, okay. Okay, but anyway, I'm just looking forward. That's I'm not I'm dragging this for. podcast down to a level not we're going to start talking about Superman. no. Well, we talked about Batman once. I mean, we haven't talked about the Smurfs, we haven't talked about other children's uh, movies. Why would we start with Superman? That's kind of, that's actually almost offensive, Richard. I'm not to me, but that, that could be offensive. I don't think you can compare the Smurfs to comic book heroes. There's like grown adults who collect, you know... Smurfs? No, not really. No one can, no adults collect Smurfs, <laughs> you know. I'm, it's like collecting Hello Kitty. You're not doing it because... All right. Anyway, I think right. we had enough. Of that. I apologise yeah, to I think... everybody that thinks that watching a man in his underpants flying with a cape <laughs> is a grown-up thing and <clears throat> no way equivalent to the Smurfs. I, oh, I see. That. So I still don't want to talk about. Okay, well, true. That, I'm, I'm cool with that. But let me just first say, he's not wearing underwear. I don't know if you've seen the new Superman trailer, but it looks like quite 
quite good clothing, outdoor wear. It's not really Nike. Is it? Is it branded? <laughs> no, like... it's not. But it looks quite <laughs> Superman um, by Eddie. It looks quite rubbery, actually. Does it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it looks almost like a sort of a swim... fetish. No, it looks like those swimsuits that those oh, yeah. um, swimmers used to wear. Yeah, you know, they were banned. With the, yeah, before they were banned. To me, it looks like that. Right. Yeah. So quite, quite thick stuff, really. Well, it's yeah. quite. It's really. I mean, it does fly up high. It's quite cold. I don't think a cold really bothers Superman. Really. Well, he's invincible, Richard. <laughs> so, no, I'm not going there. Okay. That's okay, probably so, fantasy. That's probably so fantasy. what I've heard there is three crap films that you're looking forward to. Oh, There's nothing in it wait. for me. I can't wait. Yeah. I have to say, of the pick of those, uh, Star yeah. Trek probably the one to go for. Assuming yep. the mech warriors don't trip over it in the middle of the yeah. ocean. Yeah. Oh, you like mechs, Richard. Don't you? Yeah, but the whole premise of the film sounds kind of dumb. Mon- no. Monster, build machines, big fight. No, we build machines. Yeah, we big build fight, machines. Biffo. Yeah. That's it. That's all you've got. Presumably, there'd be some half-naked woman to give some love interest. Oh, I hope not. I really hope that would just that would just distract from the mecha mix fighting against the monsters. I don't want no. And it'll be like two no hours monsters. long, you know, which which arguably is still only two thirds two thirds the length of the whole. I've said in the past, there's certain genres that get me that will get me to the table or to the theater any time. <laughs> it's alien invasion and natural disaster. Actually, I think that's it. Alien, alien invasion, basically. Anything so, based on a graphic novel seems to get you. No, no. Well. So this, so this alien invasion with big robots and monsters. So ro- monsters invading because actually just alien invasions when they're just small kind of aliens, humanoid. <laughs> yeah, we when had it, enough. When of the invasion's those. not going so well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now we're doing about big. Now we're doing about big. <laughs> really quite successful. <laughs> There's just a few key aliens that you can beat up. Yeah, yeah. Which actually, you know, I bet there'll be that requisite scene. There's always that requisite scene. So what they do? Alien arrives. U.S. Army rolls out all its shit, fires yeah. missiles at it. They yeah. all bounce off and they go, "Oh, yeah, yeah." yeah. So that'll be the first half, of it. and they, they can pretty much recycle that from every know, other film. Because really yeah, yeah, yeah. well, you know, it's pretty inefficient being big, isn't it? Well, yeah, yeah. No, so actually, even the big robot. I mean, but, so the, still, so the big robots don't make sense, but actually, big monsters don't really make that much no. sense either, because. Uh, you know, those big, those big, um, I've got a... Oh, they came through a temporal something, you said. They came through a rift at the a bottom rift. of the ocean, or the, presumably from the Pacific Ocean. That's why the film's called Pacific Rim, right. my, my guess. Ah, right. Haven't really done a lot of research in this. Have seen the trailer. See, again, so again, you know, the strength they would have to be, if they come from the bottom of the ocean, they've, they've got a number of atmospheres strong. they would have had to go through. They'd be invincible, virtually. They would. When they get to the top, you, you couldn't hurt them with even a big mecha. No. You'd have to nuke them. Why don't they just nuke them? <laughs> You wonder protocols. What, protocols. <laughs> There's always these protocols. They use nukes. It's not called a nuke. They use nukes on Independence Day. Yeah. And that that doesn't make sense, actually. That always bothered me. Well, and, and, and defeating the aliens with a computer a virus, virus made sense. From a Mac. <laughs> yeah. From, yeah okay, that, that was even really... Yeah, actually, that, that always bothered me. Yeah. But it always kind of bothered me that you, you fire a nuke at something. Is there anything that can like withstand a nuclear kind of explosion yeah, science fiction force field can, can hold oh right it, it was a green force field wasn't yeah, it yeah okay in Battlestar Galactica they fire nukes against each other Cylons versus you know, yeah. they fire nukes and that's kind of almost unbelievable that's I, I must look that one up somewhere someone must have done some analysis on that but I can't imagine that a you know even a big Cylon base star or Battlestar can withstand a nuclear hit is there anything in the world that can Withstand a oh, is it a tactical nuclear war? Yeah, but you yeah, not those little ones. But <laughs> wait a second, if you basically exploded a tactical nuclear warhead yeah. against 
um, lot right next to a aircraft carrier. What's a, what's the strongest thing yeah, that no, we build? It would be screwed, right? Yeah. So it's just not plausible. No. But these things are really strong. They build them on the planet, right? And then they yeah. <laughs> so, Oh, it's a bit, yeah, you're right. Or you build them at the bottom. If, they, of the, if it had been built in space, it would be vaporized. Right. Yeah. Why don't they build these at the bottom of the ocean right. and then raise them into space? Yeah. That'd be indestructible. <laughs> they might lose the few through the rift in the bottom, yeah. bottom of the ocean. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot wrong with a lot of these science fiction things that I'm watching. Which, I know. Uh, there's, I don't, I don't, I'm not going to watch. That's why I think quite often there's that sci-fi, which is the science fiction fantasy. Fantasy, it's sci-fi it's fantasy. Interesting in the fantasy. It's yeah. sci-fi fantasy, and I'm not, and I don't like fantasy, Richard. I'm not in fantasy. No. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's making me question myself now. You, you, you're questioning my my whole set of values. Right. So you get any good? Uh, you've been geeking up out much? No, but I, no? well, I have. But I'll cover that in a minute. I, I was. Yeah. I just had this thought. I've been out shopping, as I say. And I've noticed that the the plunging price, Ooh. and this actually, I, I'm really worried about this. Actually. Yeah, you know, yeah. Come, price come of Christmas Day, New Year's Day, about yeah. the threat to public safety. The plunging price of outdoor uh, remote control helicopters. Plunging because just about everybody's got. You know, everyone's like walking out of the shop with these things. How big? Got like a, How big? They've got like a two foot blade. Oh, that's that's dangerous. And, you know, people, people, public couple safety. A couple of tinnies. Yeah. They'll be out there with these things. <laughs> Cutting um, up the kids. <laughs> I was talking to my neighbour. He was like, "Oh yeah, yeah, yeah." Oh, he said, "I played with my little one." And he had yeah. a little got bored of that. My little one, he, yeah. you know, yeah. maybe a forty centimetre one. Gee, that's bigger than uh, which mine. he shouldn't have played outside with, but he, you know, he did. And he yeah. gave it to his six year old, and his six year old flew it up Ooh. over a fence. Yeah, and he was like, "Oh yeah, so now I'm going to get a two hundred dollars." Lose that. He's going to get himself a two hundred dollars one. So right. Um, and he's, you know, that's not that cheap. Which isn't that cheap? This isn't the cheap, the right. cheap ones. These are the more slightly more expensive, slightly longer battery life. Yeah. But I'm thinking. He doesn't look like a man ready to control a helicopter. Yeah. He's just, you know, sitting there, he's having a glass of wine, telling me he's going, oh, I'm going to fly my helicopter, mate. How many axes uh, of control does it, do these things Well, apparently, it, it, up to, even up to the 200, they're yeah. actually flying themselves. They're right. like the Predator drone. They're just more or less taking inputs from you. These are consumer Predator but, but, drones, but you can aren't still, they? You can still get to the 400, you know, for yeah. about $400, you start to get the, you've really got to understand collective and all that kind of stuff. My neighbour, I don't know if yeah. I told you about this, he, um, who plays Counter Strike with us? Right. You, you don't know his name. Okay, no, I don't. You'd be right. <laughs> P Waka Waka is his uh, call sign. He's got one of these. He's got a couple of real model helicopters. Right. Yeah. Not that I know what. I mean, ours. Yeah, are yeah, not, but they're not, not real. They're not, yeah, there's a real expensive thousands, few thousand. One where you you are mostly in control as opposed to totally, a micro-tip. totally yeah. in control. Um, yeah. Probably completely unstable and unflyable. Which is probably why he's never said, oh, hey, Richard, come and watch. Come and have a go, mate. Come and have a go, mate. No, no. Fly to McGarrett's. So he um, said that before he flew it for real, he had to undergo a lot of training, simulation training. There's software that you oh, get. Oh, talked about this. So yeah, yeah. yeah, there's software you get in order to do the simulation yeah. and do the training yeah. before you fly it. Uh, I actually you know, have said to him, I'm really keen to just go watch him do it. I, I'm just wondering whether he's worried that I'll... Just go. Yeah, and then he'll on. then have that Give very awkward thing of, yeah. no. No. <laughs> no, come on, give it a go. Yeah, come go on. on. No. Uh, so he's, yeah, he's a bit like when you first had yours. Yes, exactly. <laughs> go on, give me a go. So, but yeah, those ones are, if, if they're getting to that point where we're going to have um, basically a lot of noise, we're going to have a lot of these things flying around the, the neighbourhood. They're actually pretty, yeah. Well, there's they, a lot uh, of momentum behind those blades. Yeah. There must be. I mean, if they're lift, I mean, they're lifting a fair thing. Fair, so yeah. They've got to have a reasonable amount of force. Yeah, that's I mean, those little ones, when they hit you, they hurt. Why don't they make um, proper aerodynamic drones then? That'd be much more fun. Mm. Actually, you know, helicopters are more fun than drones. Don't you think? I love helicopters. Yeah, helicopters. Helicopter, yeah. The fact that something can hover is... Yeah. I actually think hovering I just, is cooler. I still, I still quite like... Because Swan make a... Swan, S-W-A-N-N. 
the security company um, from yeah. Australia. They make um, they make a helicopter with a camera in it. Oh, and I just think, oh, that'd be cool. That's cool. And I think, well, what would I do with it? Don't know. No. And then it says for indoor use only. I'm thinking, oh, I really can't think of what Spy on your kids or something. Yeah. You know, you could use it as a web um, camera to watch well, over your children. No, see, and see, as a fan. It doesn't stream, you see. It just records to a... Well, you, you could... Um, you could record and it acts as a Bring fan because in the summer True. months it's quite warm True. True. in Wellington. It gets very balmy here. Yeah, oh, hot, 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 hot as. Sometimes over twenty. Um, yeah, so you could record it, whip it, and swap yeah. out the. So it's only de- it's near real time, Richard. <laughs> near real time yeah. surveillance of your children with fan. Yeah, uh, it's kind of like tiered storage. It's like <laughs> tier three real time. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. So yeah, that, that that sounds that sounds worthwhile. I think you can make the business case for the wife uh, yeah. to buy one of those. Okay, I might do. that. I, I think, inherently, I think there's something very cool about something that can hover. That's what? why I think helicopters are way cooler. Are, cool, yeah. are cooler than aeroplanes. And I reckon I could fly an aeroplane, because I've flown a helicopter and barely. <laughs> yeah. But, I, but I, you know, I managed to do it, and I thought, oh, jeez, I think an aeroplane... That's actually what I thought after flying the helicopter. I didn't get to land, of course, because it's far too dangerous. I mean, you don't even get to take off, because I had one lesson, right? Yeah. It's not even really a lesson, it's just a bit of fun. But after that, I thought, I could fly an aeroplane. No trouble. Yeah. Flying an aeroplane like flying a car. <laughs> I mean, like, dri- sorry, driving a car. No, it is like flying a car. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I reckon, I reckon it'd be okay. like that. Hovering is just like so unnatural. It's, there's nothing aerodynamic about hovering, is there? I mean, hummingbirds do it. You see how their little arms go... Yeah, but they do crazy stuff. Exactly. They're almost kind of the circular kind of... Yeah. Whereas a big know. fan kind of makes some sense. It's easy. Yeah. It's just cool. That's why, so. why those um, that Martin jetpack things... Fantastic! Yeah, true. That's a, a fly. No, flying, flying around. So, uh, uh, other tech. I uh, Impulse bought a NAS. NAS. A NAS. You bought a NAS. Yeah. What sort? Uh, Synology. Oh, that good. Good yeah, brand. Good. Yeah. What? Nice. Um, how many bays? Two. Two. Okay. What? What Very raid? Plasticky. What raid format you? Uh, um. Two. I've got two. <laughs> Is it mirrored or striped? Yeah, I can do any of those. Yeah, what are you doing though? Oh, was it, doing, it, was you just I just bought it. Oh. <laughs> so what made you do that? Just I don't know. It was a genuine impulse. I suddenly thought... Why would it be an impulse? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I was a weak moment. It was a weak a moment oh, of weakness. I, I, I thought yeah. I, I could really do with sorting out my disks. Well, you can. Actually, in some ways, what problem. I want to do is actually yeah. strip the disks out of my two external storage things. Yeah. And stick them in the net. Yeah, yeah. So I didn't need to buy the disks, I thought, but I thought it would be yeah. quite So good. it is a like it is network attached. Yeah. Um, what yeah, what sort of ports? It's got USB ports on the... Yeah, it's got USB 2, a couple of USB 2s. Yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah sweet. Sweet. Do what it does. I get... So I'm oh, probably one gonna, that's got a full bay. I'm going to mirror them. You're going to mirror? Yeah. yeah. I and it's going to kill you, isn't it? Yeah, it's gonna think, I'm going to half my... But then it's like, do I need to mirror them? Because, it, you know, arguably the important stuff is already, you know, backed up to time capture. So it's a backup. Thing. So it'd be like a redundant array that's... Yeah. Like, yeah, redundantly, redundantly redundant. It's already redundant on the cloud. Yeah, so. our raid. I, I just... I mean, I've just got lots of disks. Around, I mean, these are NAS, these are just hard drives attached to a, yeah. a router, and they're on the network, isn't that NAS? Pretty much, it's not, it's not mirrored, um, anyway. And I figure I'm, I'm splitting the uh, risk by having separate drives and separate power supplies, it's very messy. I want a NAS too, <laughs> but I want, I, but I want a full bay, um, yeah. I, 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 two's not enough, yeah, because I don't want to run Wade, Wade, I don't want to run Raid 
mirrored. Yeah. Whatever that number is, yeah. zero. Oh, one. you want to run striped? It's one, isn't it? One is one mirroring. Ah, oh, I used yeah. to know this, and we don't even get, who cares anymore. Anyway, I want to <laughs> run one that's you know has less over here. Yeah, that. yeah, all that kind yeah. of stuff. And it's a bit better for. Really I kind of like the way right. I kind of like the way the software allows you to have uh, discs of different sizes. That's kind of tempting. That's, that's, um, I don't know what to do with it. I don't think that's that's not ideal though, right? Because you lose, you don't get. Do you get full benefit of the different capacities? Well, yeah. I mean, I could mirror one terabyte to one terabyte by two terabyte, and then I have another terabyte that's not redundant. And then I can explain that all to my wife. It's like, well, if you write to that drive, it's. Oh. <laughs> you can imagine it just go. Uh-huh. So, oh, oh, she's the, still hanging out this, for me to replace it with Windows. So. <laughs> this will expose multiple volumes from the... I guess so. Yeah. It would seem ridiculous for it to just throw away throw away the excess. Go yeah, it would, wouldn't got, it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you've got an extra yeah. terabyte, I can't see that. Yeah, I can't see that. That's yeah. good. Yeah. No, it's just, it's just saying every time I write a bit, I'm going to write it to two disks. So that's, True. It's just a bit of software. Yeah, but what when it tries to write a bit to the, where there's no... I think it would have pro- to be partitioned. To the, where there's no yeah, yeah. corresponding okay. mirror bit. Oh, oh, oh just written it once. I just dropped that one. Yeah, yeah. just... <laughs> that would be dangerous yeah well it's okay in the mirror it wouldn't be so good if you were striking them so uh, you should stick some SSDs in there sh- it's what? SSDs SSD yeah. yeah far out man that's fast mirrored striped SSDs yeah. fast oh speaking of SSDs I hate Samsung at the moment why? it's all their fault because they're the manufacturer you didn't get the deal with, you... I didn't well, what do you mean you didn't get Well, because I don't think Dell have enough components to actually put right. it together. I think right now there's a, there's a little, there's a, there's a person in China just sitting there waiting for some bits to arrive to make my laptop. So when's it going to come next year? Oh, uh, sometime next year. Uh, they just don't have enough screens, apparently. That's the rumour. Richard, you almost tempted me last time, well, I think it was the last time we podcasted. Buy a big monitor. The buy a big, I was yeah. that close to pulling the trigger on a 27-inch yeah. uh, Dell. What made you pull they, back from the edge? Oh, well, you said I didn't need one. <laughs> <laughs> And, and right. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. you were totally, but you know that's still there. It yeah. still lingers, and I think I'll wait till it goes sort of whatever retina will be for yeah. one of those big displays. It's still way more than more pixels and resolution that I need. Yeah. It's almost like you twice. Is it like twice? It's two times seven twenty p. Those those uh, high, those twenty seven high res screens are exactly yeah. two times seven twenty p. So it's double the res and um, an extra direction. So. They will scale 720p perfectly, nicely, yeah. without any kind of So you can play Angry Birds at weird full, stuff. full screen. Yeah. yeah cool. um, but apparently they don't scale 1080p perfectly because you've got some yeah, mismatch yeah. things. So oh, not okay. that it really matters. So I'll, I'll figure until you can quadruple 720p, yeah. then that'd Go be hard. cool. Because yeah. most of my video content is encoded at 720p, and I want it to look nice on a massive resolution screen. Yeah. So the other thing I bought, um, been on a bit of a buying spree actually, uh, is a new Toshiba DynaDock. So uh, these are these. Yes, are the, you've told me about these before. Yeah. So this I is. That doesn't sound that exciting to me. <laughs> this is the new one, and it's newer. So it's, so it's got and USB it's got ports, more newness. USB ports and Ethernet ports, gigabit Ethernet ports, and, and display link driver. So display. it will drive two additional monitors. Two additional right, monitors, without, both running right. at 1080p. You're kidding me. They can do that now. They can do that. That, that's what that's, makes it exciting. Obviously, the USB stuff is blah, 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 blah. Right. But, so, this but is so, a, so now I've got like my laptop, yeah. and then the HDMI from the laptop goes into one, one. 24-inch, and then yeah. the other thing is driving two other... Right. This is a work kind of... Yeah, I'd like to say two other 24s, but one's a 24 and one's a ridiculous 17-inch, but it looks a bit silly. So do you use all those screens? No. Yeah. Well, no, so true. I, I do actually. I think if the other, if, if the one, the little one that's a seventeen inch, I think if that was twenty four, 
I think that would be too much. Right. <laughs> but I, I can just about use two 24s in a 17. But... And the laptop screen itself? But it actually, uh, well, I was really impressed. No, actually, I flipped that down. I don't look at that anymore. Uh, which so seems ridiculous like having spent inch. all this money on the new one, yeah. uh, getting a really nice screen. 24-inch screen, you could use it for what, email? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> One screen for actual real work, another screen for a browser, just looking at I screen. definitely found that um, I had to tilt them towards me. Like, yeah, because so otherwise you prefer side by side, yeah. side by side, it just didn't work at all. You couldn't see from, you had to tilt Yeah, them. it was just, you, you found, I found it so difficult that I just focused on one. Yeah. So, yeah, had to create an immersive environment. I, so they're pretty cool. I, I See, you know, I used to have two screens. Yeah. I used to pair these two 24 inches and, you know, I felt like, oh, I couldn't, I couldn't live without those. Yeah. Until I then... Stopped. Stopped. And then I've just got a single 24-inch screen here. And I've learned to live with that. And actually, I found it actually pretty good. It's quite liberating to have just one thing to look at. And you can use, like, the virtual desktops and stuff like that. And I, think it's, I think it's what tasks you're doing. Yeah, like, so true, true. Again, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, when I do software development, they're critical. Yeah. When I do just about anything you, else, yeah. not important at all. So, yeah, it's critical. Well, it's not critical having two screens. It's critical having loads of... Loads of screen, screen, screen yeah. Yeah, yeah. So why not just get, like, a... With a 27 inch nah, so of that higher resolution. Because you think about it, you've got two, two 1920s, you've got the equivalent of almost 4,000 pixels there. True, almost right. 4,000. At your command. Yes, <laughs> you command. Right, right. and 244 is, no, it's way up. Yeah, it's not true. Try. There's a damn fly in the room, Richard, and it sounds like a helicopter. I'm going to open the door to let it out. Okay. Keep talking, though. All right, I'll keep talking. Yeah, okay, I'm back. Uh, I don't know if it's gone. Yeah. So was Santa getting you any other geek toys? Because the Dynadoc, so. so I mean, it's hard to get excited about that Dynadoc. I'm quite excited about the Synology. I'm, okay. So next next podcast, which will be in 2013. I'll try and get it going. Yeah. Put some distance. Bring there. it over. I don't know if you need to do that. <laughs> Plug that, it in. Suck that, all your data out of it. Yeah. How many um, how many people you know who are non geeks yeah. who have NAS you know, drives? I actually don't know many geeks who have NAS. You don't talk about it, it's just discs. It's just who talks about it? Who, who goes, hey, what a NAS? Well, if I had a four bay NAS, you'd, you'd talk about yeah. it. Oh, I got a ready. Yeah, yeah I'd be like, know. oh, I can feel the heat coming off there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Or um, if I built my own one. Yeah. I was thinking about building my own one. I don't think we talked about that. It was yeah, like, yeah, was yeah. It's too hard. Too much trouble. Exactly. You can and buy that stuff, you know? You can, and it's probably um, smaller yeah. and uses less power. True. And things. Yeah. But I. I d- I don't think I can just go for... Oh, look, I could convince myself. I'll see how you go. Yeah. Because I just thought going for a two-bay thing, you can't get enough... I um, think judging by how many discs you got hanging off the back of this thing already, I don't think... Yeah, I agree with you. <laughs> yeah. Think, I think you're ready for it. Mind yeah. you, you went from two monitors to one. You, I did. You know, consolidate. But just there, I've got about three and a half terabytes. There's another terabyte there. There's it's almost one disc There's a two somewhere. terabyte in the other room. Right. And I'd really like to consolidate. But mind you, that's my... off. That's my, um, you know having them in different rooms you're collective things. soul <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah right. but that, and those are I've got that data backed up other, you know, yeah. on other drives but yeah uh, I don't know I think I'm going to need one of those big honking ones but right. they, the price, don't you find the prices of those things go up considerably yeah. from two drives can you get three drives don't know if I got a three drive one, whacking two terabyte thingies, that's that's six terabytes. That's probably that's that, that's, that's right up there. With, didn't, didn't AMD bring out one of those um, like three core chips? Yeah, it's just an unnatural make, number. It's, it's not a power of two. Exactly, it's, it's not, doesn't feel right. It doesn't matter that it would work perfectly well. It just doesn't feel right. Doesn't feel right. Yeah, you're right. I either go two, four, eight. Yeah, because if you go three, people go like, could you not afford a four? <laughs> well, no, why I couldn't. Not, why <laughs> couldn't? <laughs> why did you not just get a two? Yeah. Wow, I wanted that extra. Why did you buy two tons? I wanted the extra bay. Yeah. 
buy two twos, wouldn't that actually be? Is it safer to buy two twos? Well, you could and cheaper than and a you four. Could, you could geographically dispose yeah, them yeah, yeah, maybe exactly. between Low here balance. and the lounge. Exactly. Well, that's what I'm doing anyway. I've got. I've got so, like, if maybe a car came through your front window, you know, you've got redundancy across the. And that way, you know, you know. People might be saying, oh my God, are you worried about it? You go, no, I'm not no, worried I've got, at all. No, I've only lost I've half actually, my data. And actually, uh, I've got a recovery time objective of, of less than a minute. So I, I, yeah, I've virtually lost I'm all nothing. good, I'm all yeah. good. Except if, um, like, you know, someone, a neighbor's drone crashes into my lounge, yeah, which is probably more likely, <laughs> and then basically destroys that as yeah. well. So I haven't really protected myself. No. To a high There's a lot to worry time. about these days. Yeah. So what size drives are you going to put in there? Uh, I'm going to put my two one terabytes in there. So you're going to have a honking one terabyte of storage <laughs> on this NAS. Yeah, I, I don't use a lot of storage. Don't you, well, wait a sec. Did you, do you not have something... Don't you have a little time capsule? Yeah. Okay, so if you just took like one of your hard drives and stuck it on there, you, that's a terabyte you know, NAS. Yeah. Well, in fact, your time capsule is a NAS, yeah. right? But if you, you could stick some more drives on there, and then they are network attached. Well, you're not listening when I talk about geographically dispersed. Oh, so you're doing that? Yeah, all, all my redundancy. Yeah, it would all be in the kitchen. <laughs> right. Right. There's, there's frying spinoff. Yeah, I was going to say, you've got children there, you've got... So, exactly. yeah, that's a much so I not mention that my NAS was an impulse buy. Yeah, no, you did. it's like, oh, no, what have I done? No, you did. Yeah, so. But, I mean, was it on sale, at least? No. Well, did you do any research? Because, no, no. actually, you lucked no. out, because Synology is a good brand. Oh, I knew that. So not entirely I, no, sorry, sorry. I did know that, and I did. I think I read one review that said it was good. Which, which, what, what's the model? Synology, it's a Synology something. Blah, yes, it is. One of those J yeah. or something. Or? Yeah, probably. I, I read about one of those. Yeah. <laughs> That's nice. It looks yeah. nice. Yeah, no, it actually looks okay. It doesn't look nice. That I, they don't look nice. No. And I want to know, actually, is it noisy? That's what I want to know. Oh, is there a fan? I'll let you know when I turn it on. Oh, yeah, 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 sure, yeah. It's a big fan. Oh, Huge fan. Oh, honking. see, I He's a great honking fan in the back. I don't want... Why but it's better to have a big fan that, yes, that spins slowly. Than right? a small then, one that spins fast, yeah. right? And also... It, it, I mean, if you've got... It's there. The thing is, it, the question is, does it run all the time, right? So if the disks well, aren't well, spinning, does it shut down? That's what oh, I was right. Because obviously if the disks are in there and they're spinning hard, then you, it's going to produce heat and you're going to need a fan. So I don't mind that. What about liquid cooling? Don't, why don't people do liquid cooling on these things? it's hard. Well, not if you have enough of it. <laughs> <laughs> and then that would be a sound damper. Well, why too. don't you do that? Go back to building it yourself, do it with liquid cooling, just run it like your hose through it, presumably. Well, no, let me think about this. But how if you going to the liquid around? Maybe you don't need to. Oh. It's passive. If you have enough liquid... Yeah. And I'm talking like, a, okay, we have a big tub of liquid, right? Yeah. I put the drives in a container that's obviously waterproof. Yeah. Right at the bottom of that thing. Yeah. Okay, bear with me. I, now, I don't know a lot about physics here, so I could get this wrong. Okay. Okay. Um, it's at the bottom, so it's shielded in terms of sound. I'm not going to hear a lot of noise, right? Plus... Because these drives are at the bottom of this big yep. big basin of water. Yep. Right? Because there's so much water, it's um, I don't really need to circulate it because the warm water will kind of go to the top and then that'll the cold water will go to the bottom. So natural convection, if I've got enough of it, right? Natural like the ocean, 
natural conviction, you know. Why are you hoping for conviction from water when you, you're saying it's inadequate for conviction from air? From air, because water is... Um, it's going to be cold water. It's going to, <laughs> water cools off better than air, doesn't it? Uh, yeah, yeah it, it, does. Does. it does. It does. That's right. But, you know, it conducts yeah, okay. the heat because right. it's yeah. it's a liquid, not an but air. But it wouldn't be directly touching because you've got no, no, water, no, 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 waterproofing no. housing. Yeah, but the go. waterproofing housing is quite thin. Yeah, and it's, and, <laughs> like, and it's in a vacuum, like a like a Ziploc bag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so it's very thin, right? And it's in right contacting the water. <laughs> a bit like the credible science in this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So the war, so the water warms up at the bottom, goes to the top. Yeah, the cold water that's at the cooler water at the top. Through convection goes to the bottom, so we've got circulation. We don't have we don't have new water going in. It's a closed system, Richard. Presumably, nuclear reactors work like this. Yeah. yeah okay. <laughs> okay. No, they've got some circulation thing. Okay, but they're, they're generating a lot more heat or whatever, and steam and stuff. We're not trying to do that. We're not trying to create steam from this to power a turbine. We're right. just trying to get the cold water. The convection to may not be quick enough. You see. Like I re- that's why you have a big thing of water, okay? A big, a big stirring. A big yeah, thing of water. It doesn't matter how big it is. If the water's not moving, but, if the convection isn't fast enough. I think it will be fast enough. Okay. I mean, the water's just going to go straight up. It's not like there's any obstacles with water moving around. Okay. Okay. That is just... How is that not going to be good? That's going to be... Um, it's going to be quiet. I think it's going to be silent. You're not going to hear it through all the water. <laughs> and um, there's no moving parts... I, what, how come no one's invented this? I'm going to patent this, Richard. <laughs> and and what's more, now the only thing that worries me is that if it's underwater, the atmosphere's of pressure. Because <laughs> we've already talked <laughs> True, about this. yes. So we might need to, the housing for that thing. Apart Maybe from you should water. build it underwater. <laughs> and then it will be naturally... <laughs> yeah, but what... what that, that actually makes a lot of sense. There, I've got water cooling. <laughs> sorry, I don't have sorry. a fan. You ignored all the scientific objections I had. <laughs> like, like what? Maybe the conviction won't be fast enough. Oh, yeah, I'm sure it will. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Maybe, I'm, I'm maybe the casing's too thick and you won't yeah. be able to get the heat away fast enough. Oh, no, I'm sure it will. It'll be thin. <laughs> It'll be thin. Yeah, yeah. And waterproof. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but I mean, on, on such flimsy ideas, patents are issued. <laughs> exactly. I just got to draw a hand-drawn <laughs> picture of it. Troll it. Yeah. yeah, that's right. I, I, I actually think that'd be worth building. I... I Challenge well, one of our listeners. Drive. Yeah, you can do it. I, I, sounds quite plausible. I wouldn't worry about the place. I reckon they'd work underwater. <laughs> well, just I oh, just whack the drive, <laughs> soak in water. Oh. I, I'm a bit worried about it's the, the, the electricity stuff. thing, though. That that might be um, oh, yes. slight co- uh, yeah, cause for concern of electrocution. Just a uh, bit of silicon yeah. sealant should be all right. Now, look if if the convection thing worries you, seriously, you could just like. Um, Put How would you know cubes? whether it's working though? Well, because you, you wouldn't it's... be able to touch it very easily, would you? You should put a little thermo doodad. Thermocouple. Thermocouple. <laughs> I think of a thermometer actually. Right. Uh, but you could put ice cubes in the water if you yeah. were really concerned about that. True. Uh, you could have a little mechanism to just drop that in there, you know, on the hour or something. Like I, I... On the hour. It's like cool. Wallace and Gromit. Yeah. No, yeah. I, okay. I was only being silly with that. The really? Rest of, the rest of it I think is actually quite plausible. <laughs> Uh, is this going to be a four-disc tank? Well, yeah. Because you're uh, presumably you're going to stripe them. Oh, hell yeah. You know, <laughs> I don't think... Because cool. you'd want redundancy at that point. Why? Maybe you'd want two tanks. Yeah, you could. You could. Yeah. yeah. You'd stripe between tanks. Stripe between tanks. Well, I mean, water's a really... Water keeps heat really well, but presumably also keeps cold really well, right? Yeah. Well, I, don't, I seriously don't know why anyone's thought about it, not thought about it. I mean, they do water cooling in computers and stuff. They circulate, but they're generating a lot more heat, CPUs, right? Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. So this is. I'm totally... thinking NAS could stand for something aquatic storage. I just can't get something <laughs> for the end. This. This gnarly, gnarly, gnarly aquatic, aquatic storage. storage. Yeah, we're we going to try it. Have you got any spare discs that you want? You want I've got hundreds. It's the electricity I'm worried about as well. Yeah. Well, no. So, um, if you put the pipe, hey, the, the, pipe the electricity through the bottom of the tank. I've got to convince myself first that I have a problem. <laughs> I'm not sure that the disc wouldn't survive quite happily if I just left it in the air. So, I'm not sure. I'm not sure what performance advantage I'm going to get from super cooling my disc. Richard, if that were the case, then why does your... This came about because your NAS drives has fans, and I don't like the sound of fans. Right, true. So, therefore, I was saying, could we not have a more efficient, quieter form of cooling, a la water? And I suspect it's one of those things, actually. If, if, if I had something the size of a bucket... If I was happy with my, I think it's going to be bigger. Be than, I, think it's going, I think it's going to be bigger than just a. It's going to be a big bloody bucket, right? Yeah. I think if I was happy enough to have it that big to start with, yeah, I wouldn't need fans because literally it would look a lot like your disc sitting on the desk by that point. Yeah. Surely. How about? Okay, no, there's that. You've just uh, you've given me another idea, Richard. Right. Again, it would be silent, and I think I think you're going to like this idea a lot more. Yeah. Okay. Because if, if we accept that we're going to need a big tub, quite yeah. a big boat, and you talked about size of a fridge, yeah. why don't we just put it inside a fridge? Well, a fridge has gone noisy. Oh, I hate the sound of compressors and fridges. Can't you get quiet anymore. fridges nowadays that no, don't make noises like that? No, they're just oh. quiet too. Okay. Because that, that, to me, that would have been great. Put it inside a fridge. Cool. Yeah. That also insulates it from the sound. I forgot about the sound of the fridge. True. Forgot about that. Flawed. True. Oh. Anyway... We should wrap up because we we're can, supposed to be going to the pub. We are. We're going to do it for our end of year um, do. Yeah, we're going to we're going to chat up a guest speaker. <laughs> That's right. We're going to do that. Who refuses to come on the show because he right. knows we poke fun at him. I don't think we've actually asked him. Uh, yeah, I think no. we did. Oh, right. He stopped listening when we poked fun at his red gay red. laptop. There's, no, there's Del. Wrong with That's it. right. Nothing wrong with it. No, red. it wasn't Del. Sony. Sony, whatever. So, yeah, whatever. yeah, with the Superman. Superman. Sticker. All right. Well, this has been a good year, Richard. I'm glad we're going to get this out before the end of the year. I promise to upload it very soon. Thank you to all our um, good faithful listeners, or just the faithful listeners. Thank you. I had lunch with one of them. Did you? Fantastic. Yeah. Fantastic. He didn't pay. <laughs> didn't spot. Didn't pay. <laughs> you think that just to keep my journalistic integrity? Because it's not yeah. like we're asking for anything. No. Yeah. Um, we look forward to podcasting in the new year when we kind of get back into the swing of things. Not too sure when that'll be. It might be January. Don't be surprised if it's February, listeners. Um, in the meantime, you've got a good backlog of another 49 podcasts. That's right. Some of them are classics. The first year, not so good. The audio yeah. quality, not so good before we got the snowball microphone and before I figured out how to turn up the volume. Yeah. Um, so I think actually from about episode five onwards, not too bad. Okay. Pretty good. So you've got about 45 worth listening to. Um, for... From the Ministry of Geek, um, what are we, uh, thanks for geeking out. Th- thanks for geeking out with us. We're Ministry of Geek.